0: Welcome to the Holistic Wellness and Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kimberly Ann Marsden. And on today's show, I'm flying solo. I'll be talking about some very simple concepts that can transform your life. This is a super short episode, but it can make profound changes in your life if you take these strategies, these concepts, this philosophy, and you put it into use in your life. What happens is that often there's a mismatch between who we are, who we're meant to be, and who we're actually being in the world. And when that happens, our body recognizes this and our spirit recognizes it and says, this isn't working, this isn't working. And we start to see the evidence of that in illness, in sadness, in anxiety, in depression, in fatigue, all the ways our body's getting our attention saying, red flag, this isn't working. You need to change something. So listen with an open heart, an open mind and open ears. Take in the wisdom that can awaken and bring you back to wholeness. Get ready. Here we go. Hello. Hello. So today I'm going to be talking about simple, but profound ways to live a life of ease. It really is possible. I'm here to tell you, we can make our lives, whatever we want. That's our choice. So my prayer for everyone is that you make it as simple and easy for yourself As possible in the sense of following your spirit, living in flow, in alignment. And that's the type of ease that we're talking about. We're not talking about taking shortcuts and finding ways out of living the life you're meant to live. We're talking about aligning with it, embracing it and moving forward. So today's all about, like I said, keeping it simple. And so if you've ever listened to this podcast before, and you listened all the way to the very, very end, you will have heard what some people would call a tagline, but what I call my life philosophy. And it's really simple. At the end of every show and on my website and in my life, I have three phrases that I use, and it's be you, be love, and be present. I'm going to talk about those today, but before I start talking about them, I want to explain to you where they came from. And so one day I was walking down the street towards my friend's house, and I just remember that the phrases came into my head. I don't even know where they came from. I mean, I will say they're divinely inspired, but it wasn't like I was thinking of anything in particular. And I remember getting to her house and saying, you know? I have these thoughts in my head and I just keep thinking everything's going to be okay as long as I do these following things be you be love and be present. And she's like, "Wow, that's really cool. That's really that's amazing. That's just, you know, and she was blown away by it as was I. And so you know, I wrote it down and it's been with me ever since, which was several years ago. And So it was very divinely inspired. This isn't something that I came to on my own that I made up or anything like that. What it means to me, I've made up and and incorporated into my life, how I'm interpreting those phrases. But those phrases just came to me when I was walking um, down the street and they were very divinely inspired. And then I've taken them and made them my own, which is what I hope you will do. And I will tell you what they mean to me. And if that's of any value to you, great. If not, that's fine too. But uh, the first one is be you. And that sounds so simple. And I think for a lot of people, that may be the hardest one. They're all, they're all simple, but yet challenging. I mean, how hard is it to be yourself? Well, only you know the answer to that question. I know for myself, I had to really discover who I am. Who is Kimberly Ann? Not what do I do? Not what roles do I play, but who am I? Who am I as a spirit? Who am I as a core essence, as a core being? Who am I and how do I want to go about this world? And that I think is something that is really important to start teaching children when they're young, that they can figure out who they are, accept who they are. And the other thing is accepting ourselves for who we're meant to be, whoever that is. And there's a lot of different ways to figure that out. Astrology is a a fantastic one. You can get your energetic blueprint if you get your natal chart read and really get yourself some insights into who you are and what you came here to do. That's a really, I kind of call it like the cheat sheet method. I feel like when you get an astrology reading or you do an astrology reading on someone, you really get a very clear picture of what their gifts are, what their challenges are, what their purpose is. but there's a many many ways you can can discover who you are but really you have to be solid in understanding who you are because if you aren't if you don't know who you are then what happens everybody else tells you who you are. and that creates a real disconnect. Because who you are needs to come from inside. It needs to come from your spirit, your mind, your emotional body, your physical body. Only you can embrace yourself to the fullest. And so only you know what that experience is like on the inside. Nobody else does. And that doesn't mean that friends, family coworkers, all the people out there, it doesn't mean that they don't want what's the best for you. It doesn't mean that they don't have guidance for you or useful information, but it means that at the end of the day, you have to figure out what resonates with you. You need to understand who you are and how you want to go about the world and make choices that align with that. And when you start to do that, when you start to make the choices that align with who you are, Things start to flow better and it makes life so much less confusing. When you know who you are, then everything else falls in line because when you know who you are, you know what choices you need to make. You know what you need to say, you know what you need to do, you know where you need to be and you know what honors you and you know what's in alignment with you emotionally, physically, et cetera. And let me tell you, your body will give you a lot of clues here on if you're being yourself or not. If your body is in pain, if your body is tired, if your body is giving you any kinds of signals that's anything but vital and happy and energetic, there's wisdom there. There's messages. I need to figure out if that has to do with the fact that you're not honoring who you are. So that's my first one. Enough said about that Um, because I can go on and on all day. (laughs) About being yourself, because it really is a challenge for human beings. It really is a challenge. But my encouragement to you is spend the time to get to know yourself and answer the question, Who am I? And when you answer that question, here's my challenge to you do not say anything that you do. It's who you are, not what you do. So, for example, If you're an athlete, you are not a basketball player. You're a human being. Basketball is something that you play. So that's not who you are. Um, So that's be you. And the more you can be you, the simpler life is. Because everything else follows from knowing yourself. Because then all choices, all Activities, everything else is really simple because you know if it resonates with you or not. Okay, so next is be love. And that sounds simple and it is simple if you let it be. So with be love, it means that we need to embrace being unconditionally loving. And that means we accept ourselves. And we accept people as they are. And we bring love to all situations the intention of love, the energy of love, the actions of love. And I know everybody out there, you know when you're acting and thinking and behaving in a way that is loving and kind and when you're not. And this one can be you no know, big challenge. You know, go around and see in life are are your actions really unconditionally loving or are you loving and using what we would call love or positive regard are you using those things in a way to get what you want that's not that's not love that's manipulation so be really clear on what your choices are what your intentions are what your actions are and it does matter why you're doing it it does matter what the intention is and if you're trying to get something back out of the situation then that's not love. Um, that means that it's definitely not unconditional love. It means that you're trying to, um, you're not coming from a place of of purity and honor, and just be aware of it and accept yourself for it because there's times where that may happen, and this is what we're talking about: the unconditional love starts at home, so to speak. It starts with yourself. And so many of the people that I've met, and I know for myself as well, it's much easier to be loving and nurturing to others and give away so much love and peace and joy to others. But guess what happens if you're not taking care of yourself and being loving and kind to yourself? That energy runs dry and you give it all away and you have nothing left for yourself. But here's here's the simple truth. If you fill yourself with unconditional love continually, meaning you accept yourself for who you are and for the changes that you're trying to make and the mistakes that you make as being human, because we make mistakes. When you accept yourself completely, unconditionally, and truly for all that you are and all that you are transforming to be, and you have that love for yourself, you will be continually filling yourself up with divine love because you will be continually accepting yourself, acknowledging yourself, and filling yourself with energy and life force. And guess what happens when we do that? When we take care of ourselves and we love ourselves enough to take care of ourselves and make those choices for our own self care and our own self acceptance then the amount that we can give out it just keeps giving we're able to just keep giving because we're filling up and we're giving out and it's like a circle it's a beautiful circle we fill up we give out it give and that giving helps us to refuel as well because now we're also receiving and that's the other thing i want to say with being love part of Being love means being able to give love to yourself, give loves to others. And here's the other thing people forget. You have to be able to receive love from yourself and from others. And for a lot of people, that's a big challenge. We can go into the we're not going to go into the whys because we can go off. I can go off on a big tangent on that. I want to keep it simple. The why really doesn't matter at this point, other than the fact of starting to practice receiving. Receiving love from others, receiving love in a physical way, in an emotional way, spiritually, in all ways. Simple example, when somebody gives you a compliment, accept it. Don't try and make a joke out of it or push it away or feel you have to compliment back. Just take it in. Take in the energy and the love that's coming with the compliment. Accept it and own it and just enjoy it. That's it. And be open to receiving help from others, because for some people, their love language is helping. And so they want to be able to give to other people. And for some people, it's hard to receive those things. I know for me, I was so blessed. Neighbors, um, people in my community that I didn't even know started cooking meals for my family and i and i was so overwhelmed and i'm getting overwhelmed right now just thinking about it. i was so overwhelmed with the gratitude the gratitude the love was so overwhelming that people who didn't know me could connect to me and my story and my family and bring love to us just in the form of making food and i tell you those were some of the most nourishing meals because i knew they were made from love And it's a huge lesson to learn to receive love because so many of us are taught to suck it up, buttercup, do it all yourself, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, all those, you know, tough it out. There's a time and a place for everything. But if you take that on all the time, you don't leave any place for love to come in. If you think you have to do it all yourself, you're not allowing the love in. So it's really important that we let love in by receiving from others as well. So again, with be love, you need to be it and bring it to the world. And you need to be able to receive it from the world. And from higher power, whether you call that your higher self, God, the creator, it doesn't matter. But there's so much love in the world when you connect to it and you can connect to it in so many ways. Go outside in nature and connect to love because there's pure love all around in mother earth, in grandfather's sky, in the air, in the wind, it's all there. There's loving vibrations everywhere if you tune into it. So you can receive love, you can give love, and you can do it with people, with animals, with nature, with the way you take care of the sacred space in your home. It's endless. There's so many ways that we can experience love. So look for those and embrace them because it brings a different vibration. Love is the highest vibration. And the more you can connect to that energy and resonate with it, the more of that vibration you'll have in your life and the more you will be embodying it. And I guarantee you, when you vibrating at a level of love life becomes real simple. It becomes real simple. All the other mess melts away, the chaos, the confusion, and life becomes very clear in those moments of purity. Okay, so third and final, but definitely as important as everything else we've been talking about is to be present. And this one, I kind of make a play on, you know, I, I've taught my kids this and we've talked about it for years and with be present, it's kind of a double meaning. And so be present obviously means be present in the present moment, be here, be in the now. And that is so hard for most human beings, for most of us being in the present moment. Wow. We spend so much time looking backwards at our past, looking forward at our future planning what the future is going to be like. And guess what? You can't be in two places at once. So when you're in your past or you're in your future, you are not in the present moment. (laughs) And it's a real challenge. And, And it's a real challenge for me as well. It's something I work on every day. And multitaskers out there, I used to be one. I try really hard not to be now. But as an efficiency lover, it's very challenging for me. But for those of you that are multitaskers out there, you cannot be in the present moment when you you are doing many things at once. So I'm really sorry to tell you, but it's to be in the present moment, you have to be completely in one place. You can't be in (laughs) in multiple ones. And here's the amazing thing about that. When you give up trying to do so many things at once and you're really in the present moment, you actually are more efficient. And I promise that because (laughs) I've tried everything because that's a big part of my journey. And when you are in the present moment, it's not only better for your health because of the fact that you are tuned in to what's going on in your body, you actually are in the flow and more effective at work, at sports, at life. So Keep that in mind when you're tempted to run to the past or to the future. And keep in mind when you're running somewhere and you're avoiding the present moment, that's a big clue. That's a big clue. The present moment's where we need to be. And if we can't stay there or we choose not to stay there, we want to know why. Why are we not here? Why are we going everywhere else? And that's for each one of us to figure out. But being in the present moment, there's a lot of different ways to do that. And what I mean by that is when you're here, you're in your body and you are aware of what's going on in your body. So Sandy D. Dixon did a great podcast on embodiment practices. Embodiment practices are a great way to be in the present moment. can learn all about that. You know, things like yoga, meditation, all those great tools, breathing, all those great tools bring us into the present moment, into the here and now. And that's where we need to be, to be ourselves. And the other part of being present is, I talk about it as being a gift, being a present. You know, it says be present. There's the be present in the present moment. And there's basically, if you put a little A in there, be a present, be a gift, be a gift in the world, however that is. Bring your gifts to the world, whatever those unique gifts are, be the gift that you are. Be grateful for the moment, be grateful for the gift that you are. And being present is so critical because if you're not, you're not really fully yourself. You're not really fully here. You can't be completely in love because you're distracted and you're somewhere else. So come home to yourself, come home to the moment, come home to love and be in that space. And it really is that simple if you let it be. And it really is about unlearning, unlearning all the things that you've been told and the things that you've learned to do that have become habits that keep you from these three simple ideas. You need to strip away those things. First of all, you need to become aware of them, become aware of what they are. What are the thoughts? What are the messages? What are the feelings about yourself or things you've been told that you have to do? Do you really have to do those? No, in most cases you don't. You may want to do them because they're tied up to pleasing someone else or, or some image that you have of what you're supposed to be doing, but you really need to take a look at all those things because at the end of the day, if you can be you and be love and be present, you will be well and you will be complete and you will be joyous. And you will be in alignment with your purpose, with your passions, with the life that you want to live. And so I share that with you today to help you see that life can be as simple as that. It really can be. If you embody those three things. And three's not a lot. It's <laughs> not a lot. It's a pretty simple three th- Three simple things. If you can embody those three things on a regular basis, and please, this is not a challenge to build to tear yourself down. These are things to build you up, things to help you uncover yourself, things to help you transform. So start off with being loving and kind to yourself as you experiment with how to move forward into bringing these three things into your daily life. So at this point, we're going to head over to the Sparks of Wisdom for today. Sparks of Wisdom, oh, 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 oh. Sparks of Wisdom, oh, 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 oh. oh. So first I want to say... I have not been mentioning in the last several podcasts, I want to give credit to my daughter, Isabella Ann, for the beautiful singing of the Sparks of Wisdom. Much gratitude and love to her for that. And as far as the particular sparks that go with today's episode, it's going to be super simple. I bet you can actually guess. Number one, be you. Number two, be love. And number three, be present. So I hope that this short, simple podcast will be profound in helping you make transformation in your life so that you can experiment with these three simple ideas and figure out how, what resonates with you and how to make changes that honor who you are and who you want to be. In this podcast, in general, this podcast for me, I began it as my way to give back, my way to serve my way to bring some love into the world. And so that's what I am trying to do every week. I'm bringing, this is my embodiment of being love. This is me sending my love out to you. This is me being myself. And this is me living in my present moment while I talk on this podcast. I'm in the present moment. I don't plan, which is shocking for anybody that knows me. I don't plan. I don't script. I live in the present moment and I trust what happens in the moment. And I'm here as myself in love with you in this moment. And the fact that I've learned to do that and trust that is huge for me. And that's what I want for all of you to be able to be yourself in love in the moment. As many moments of every day as you can. And eventually, hopefully it'll be all moments, but wherever you are and wherever you end up, it's all love. It's all love. It's all good. So as always, I am very grateful for everyone listening. I appreciate the listening. I appreciate rates and reviews that helps the podcast grow and helps get the message out to more people and touch more people. And that's really what I want to do is have more people hear my guests and the things we talk about on the show. And if people find anything that resonates with them and they can take one little nugget, one little spark of wisdom away with them, and it helps them in some way. Awesome. Awesome. So as always, be you, be love, and be present.